What it do, what it do, what it do, what it do. BTSC365 back at it again. Live and direct. Full effect, all that. <laughs> yeah, I just rhymed. I know, I know. <laughs> You're listening to Victor Hayes, Lil Vic, for those who know him. Uh, straight out of Memphis, Tennessee. Up and coming artist. Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'll hear more at the end of the show. Shout out to Lil Vic, man. Let's jump right into the sports world over the weekend. We saw Serena Williams win her 23rd Grand Slam trophy after she beat her big sister, Venus, in back-to-back sets. And Roger Federer and Rafael Nadal completed the throwback weekend of the Grand Slam championship in a five-set wonder where Federer took down Nadal. It was a classic, just as they always put on when it's time for them to put up a shut-up. But this time, Federer, he came out on top. Great matchups in the Aussie Open. Can't wait to see more great tennis action from some of our vets in the game. You know, once you hit 30 in most sports, it's over with. So, you know, all of these people are on the other side of 30. But injuries for Nadal has slowed him down the last couple of years. But I hope to see the young Spaniard back in contention for finals. Another pretty dope thing was that Know the WWE's president, Triple H, he presented Serena Williams with a, you know, personalized championship belt, which is only fitting for a champion. And speaking of Triple H, WWE wrestling, uh, for those of you who may watch wrestling, last night they held their annual Royal Rumble tournament. You know, it's like an over-the-top rope battle royal thing for all of you who don't know what it is. And the Viper, Randy Orton. He came out on top, man. That's that's what he does. It's good scripting. It's very good scripting. I like the storyline. I'm ready to see where it goes. Roman Reigns, he eliminated The Undertaker. So, yeah, I'd like to see if that's going to be how they take things going forward for WrestleMania. The scripting is always very tricky. It's very, very tricky. So you got to watch out, especially the beginning of the year. That's when all of the, you know, WrestleMania stuff begins. That's how you pretty much know who's going to be going up against who when it comes time for that. So I'm just interested in seeing how they play this thing out. There was a lot of good basketball played over the weekend, uh, pro and college basketball. But I'm going to start with Kansas beating Kentucky in a great game. Kansas was down double digits, but they did not falter. They fought back and won on the road in Lexington. Now, Speaking of great games, Villanova, they came out on top against Virginia. Look, Tony Bennett and that Virginia Cavaliers team is legit. They are legit in the ACC. They're legit in the NCAA. But they lost after Villanova scored on a game-winning tip-in putback. Ooh, gotta hurt. I know that one hurt. Ooh, I know it hurt. Those Wildcats, man, they just keep getting game-winning shots. (laughs) And in the NBA, the Cavs broke their three-game losing streak. And James Harden, the bearded one, he had another triple-double. Not just any type of triple-double, though. He had his second 50-point triple-double. That's right. The only player in NBA history to have two triple-doubles where he scores 50 or more points. This time, 51 points. 
13 rebounds and 13 assists. Now, I'm still rocking with Westbrook for MVP, but that damn James Harden ain't trying to let him have it, man. Like, he just not trying to let him have it. And you can say what you want about Mike D'Antoni. Say what you want. He don't coach defense, whatever. But him moving James Harden to the point guard position has not only made Harden an MVP candidate, but hell, it's made D'Antoni an early favorite for coach of the year. And while we're talking NBA, look, shout out to the Knicks, man. Uh, They lost again. They lost. Uh, They didn't win. They lost. (laughs) But they played hard against the Hawks. The final score, 142. 139 Atlanta, Carmelo Anthony had 45 points. He went 18 for 36. 18 for 36. It was a four-overtime game. But as the Knicks do, they dropped another close one, and, yeah, so they lose again. Now, we were just talking about James Harden and his triple doubles. Yesterday, the Cavaliers squared off against Mr. Triple Double himself, Westbrook, and the Thunder. But, of course, Westbrook wasn't enough. They lost by 16, Um, but hey, guess what? Westbrook had another triple-double, 24 for the season, 60 or 61 career now, I think. Even in a losing effort, you got to admit, that's that's like crazy just to keep getting triple-doubles. Like, come on, bro, how? Like, damn. And if you're tuning in today or tomorrow, whenever you're listening, appreciate it. Really do appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. I appreciate it. No lie. And if you like that official Big Talk Sports and Entertainment merchandise. If you think it's kind of fly, if you like the red, black, and green, well, guess what? Next month is Black History Month. Red, black, and green BTSE sweatshirts are on sale. You can just go to btse365.bigcartel.com. That's btse365.bigcartel.com. And I would be remiss if I did not talk about A little NFL. Hey, the season isn't over yet. This is the week leading to the Super Bowl. So you know what yesterday was. It was time for the NFL Pro Bowl. And this year's Pro Bowl was held in Orlando, Florida for the first time ever. You know, it's normally in Hawaii, but this year they tried to do something different to try to, you know, get fan interest and get players to be more involved in the in the Pro Bowl since everybody wants to volunteer to be injured around this time. Well, let me not say volunteer to be injured. Almost all of them hurt anyway, but don't nobody want to spend a week of playing a game that means nothing. So, hey, this is what they do. They say, I'm going to chill. I'm going home. But shout out to the players who do show up who do put on a show for the fans. The AFC won 20-13. It was a pretty interesting game, pretty fun to watch for the most part. It was competitive. It wasn't a 45-40 to shootout, so that was new. Speaking of the NFL, the big news from the night came out of the Bay Area. Yes, sir, the San Francisco 49ers have finally named them a general manager, and no, it's not anybody that you've seen in the reports to be interviewed for this job. I know it was a surprise to me, a shocker to everybody probably, but John Lynch, and yes, I did say John Lynch. He is the new general manager for the San Francisco 49ers. If you can't recall, John Lynch played safety for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when they were sorry, when they were sorry, and when they won the Super Bowl back in 2003, he was there, and he played for the Denver Broncos. So this is a guy who's been around. He's he's won. He's turned franchises around as a player, as a player. 
But now he's stepping into a role as general manager. And I think a lot of people are going to question whether or not this is a good decision by the 49ers. But what I will say is this. They may be getting a former player with no experience as a general manager. That's okay with me right now. It's okay with me right now because, you know, a lot of people get caught up in the whole metrics and all this, that, and the third. Oh, he doesn't have any experience. Okay, look, hey, the man who runs our country ain't got no experience either. I ain't political. I'm not getting political. I know we've all heard it and we've either said it or thought it. But, hey, if if that guy can be the head of the country, head of state, John Lynch can be my general manager. I mean, hell, he has ton of he has a ton of experience in the NFL. He's a Stanford guy, so he's from the West Coast in his college years. And then you bring him into your organization, and your organization gains clout now from potential free agent targets. That's really the only way I'm, you know, looking at this. He's a former All-Pro. Hell, he's about to be put in the Hall of Fame. So what? He was in the booth calling games last season. Look, one thing I know, if a former player is at that GM spot in San Francisco, there's going to be a lot of potential free agents who are going to want to just sit down with John Lynch. You know, Trent Baalke probably couldn't get some players' agents to call him back, but John Lynch instantly brings credibility to your organization just because you'll have guys who will say, you know what, I'll go speak to him. I'll go have a sit-down with him just because it's John Lynch. Not trying to, you know, blow smoke or make it a big deal, but it, it, it helps. It always helps when you have a football guy as a, a GM, a president, owner, just because he played football and, and hasn't had any experience being a scout, being a personnel director, any of that, all that mumbo-jumbo you can give me. If a guy knows football and he's he's great at what he did, give him a shot. A six-year deal, we all know it's not going to be something in San Francisco they can just put a Band-Aid on like they've been trying to do. No, scrap it all. You get your coach in there, you get your GM that's thinking alike, and let's see what happens, man. Roll the dice. Roll the dice. I think they're going to shoot for seven or six for another championship, if you know what I mean. That's all I got for y'all today, my good people. Again, as always, make love, not war. Peace to you and yours. Love each and every last one of y'all. Share this. Tell somebody about it. Put the link up. Let them see it. Let them listen. I'm out. Sharper than the edges of the switchblade, nigga. Used to be broke down, rich made, nigga. You ain't get money, then you bitch made, nigga. Big mother bitch, I'd have been late. Pockets full of dead, plus I didn't taste. Boy, I spit the fire caliente. I can teach you how to do it like a sensei. I used to be lost, I was stray. Now that I'm a boss, I'm a stray. Forever took a loss, my mistake. I didn't came a really long way. BTSC 365. <laughs>